0: Enough. Cool. I think I might go to a uh, normal exhaust, see if that makes a difference. Yeah, probably or even quiet. Yeah, do quiet. We can turn our air. I don't know what the air is on, but if you want to go down. It's one. That, that should really be fine. Yeah. You go, we can always do get the sweaty the SWAS. like swass. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got A C C Swass blasters. Swass blasters? What's that? Alright. Right? Uh if you get like swassy, sweaty ass. <laughs> A good way the intro. Turn right on Swalzy. State Route yeah, East. All oh, right, this is gonna be fun. Maybe I should leave it in sport to pull out on this highway. This is episode 236 of the Hooniverse podcast, and I am in the, a 28 Mustang, Ford Mustang GT with Jason Fenske. What's up, guys? Engineering explained. E-e-e. <laughs> That's what the dash looks like if you <laughs> slam into it. And I'm going to let the navigation play because we're, we're both driving out to Palm Springs. Well, one of us is driving. One of us is riding. Um, we're going to drive the new Subaru WRX. Uh, In 1,000 feet. Yeah. A couple more letters. What do you think? Any, what, are you interested? Are you excited? You're a Subaru guy. New Kind of. So this is, <clears throat> this is the danger with just buying two Subaru
1: i purchased two Subarus, so I guess that makes me a Subaru guy, yeah? But, like, here's the thing. I like to think that there are good cars and bad cars, um, and, and, that's, and that's what I like to say, whether or not that's true. Uh, I perhaps do have my own biases. I'm, I'm sure I do. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, I'm more excited about the BRZ TS, purely because they're going to have Michelin PS4's tires on it. And. So it's going to have grippy tires, which, like, it's going to be a change for it. Because traditionally, the tires on it are the primacy, And they let you play. They let you get a little Yeah, sideways. I actually like those tires. <laughs> yeah. And big, that's, big for dumb reasons. Yes, exactly. And so I'm, I'm actually curious to see what it's going to be like. Because now it's going to have good grip. It probably won't be as easy to be playful with. Uh, But perhaps on the track, which is where we're going, thermal, uh, it'll be a lot of fun because it's got that additional grip. So that's what I'm hoping is the case, and we'll see.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. I I think it'll be fun to have that focused BRZ that that can just really crush a good track day. I'm really curious, though, on the STI Type RA, if, I mean, $50,000... $45,000 Forty-five thousand-dollar Mustang. That—that that right. to me is, is too much. You yeah. know, this is a really good car. I mean,
1: this engine is from two thousand eleven. You know, updated since uh, versus the SCi's engine, which is from two thousand four and
0: slightly updated since. Yeah, and, and every like Subaru fanboys, and I'm not lumping <laughs> you in here. Subaru fanboys love Subaru and they they hate the STI engine hasn't evolved because like yeah other types of there's so much good competition now like if you lump in a Golf R or a Focus RS stuff like that there's so many good options out the upcoming Veloster N is is interesting I don't know if it's gonna be a direct competitor but yeah I don't think it'll
1: be but maybe for the WRX I mean you might crush up that with a WRX um, because it's got you know similar power a little bit more power a little bit more torque front-wheel drive right Um, yeah that that car actually does look pretty it's hard to. I thought. I thought the price gap between the WRX and the STI currently is is very difficult to justify. Right. And now, like, if you were to get a limited edition, which there's only 500 of them, so part of it is that you're getting a limited edition vehicle. Um, but the, the justification to go from a 25 to 30 thousand dollar WRX. It has a much better...
0: guest on this podcast. You've been on our friend Matt's podcast, The Smoking Tire. Uh, Engineering Explained. How long ago did you start that? Uh, June of 2011, so six and a half years ago. You, you've, I think I started watching like a year ago and you were at 750,000 and now you're at a million more than that.
1: Uh, Not quite. So, last year at the December of of 2007, say last year, it's 2018, so two years ago. December of 2016, I hit a million. Um, And then the past year, 2017, I gained about half a million, uh, which is certainly a good growth rate. It's
0: it's amazing. Um, I mean, it just shows that if you you put out specific content and you clearly know what you're talking about, people are going to respond, which is why... I don't know what I'm talking about with cars and why I have 35,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. I don't know if that's
1: necessarily true about the part of knowing what you're talking about because there are... You fake it well, then. I won't point point to specific channels, but there are definitely channels which provide content which
0: could be highly inaccurate and is still highly viewed. That's really mean to say about motor (laughs) trip. That is really mean. Uh, Just kidding, Johnny. Sorry. Um, So are you an
1: actual engineer? Uh, So I did go to school for engineering... Yes, I I feel like that question is awkward in its current state. So I I went to school for engineering. I worked as an engineer uh, for a forklift company, Heister Yale. Uh, They make things go up and down, big things, heavy things. Uh, And then I quit and now I just make YouTube videos. So that was three years ago, a little over three years ago that I quit. And I find it challenging when people ask, like, are you an engineer? Like, yeah, that's what my background is in, but I just make YouTube videos. (laughs) No, no, on no, design. but right. You, what's
0: the crazy guy from England who actually builds things, but he's not an engineer? Oh, Colin Firth. Yeah, that guy's amazing. Yeah, he
1: was a plumber. Right. Uh, he is amazing. I actually got him to do a little collaboration on my channel for uh, celebrating... I don't know what I was celebrating. Oh, it was an April Fool's video, and he, like, just has a cucumber and just, like, holds it out the window and makes it like an air... like it's a spaceship or something. It was, like... Brrr. It's, like, really pointless, super silly, uh, but I thought it was a nice collaboration. His wife was, like... Giving birth, and he was like, he's like, I was like, hey, could you do a quick collaboration? Just shoot over a quick video for who pulls this year. He's like, uh, I think my wife's like about
0: to give birth. It was like, ahead.
1: about it, right? Uh, like, don't spend any time on it. And he's still like with his kid, like. So a nice guy. Present, yeah, super nice guy was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll shoot a video with you for you real quick and send it over, and it was hilarious.
0: That's amazing. I got, I have another random, very random. Everybody says like oh I'm a YouTuber, I don't consider myself a YouTuber just because I don't have as big of a follower base even though I do mostly you YouTube these days. It, yeah so, that's um, kind of the requirement I guess. So I was back east for the holidays and I was talking about we were talking about things like because it's the holidays we talk about how you get older and it's things make you oddly emotional. Like yeah. I joke, when my daughter was first born, there was this State Farm commercial that I was like, "Oh, you, you sons of bitches!" Like, because it was it was about a father and a daughter growing up, uh-huh. um, sort of like right in time. So I just I had just seen this video and I never really watched this guy before, Casey Neistat. Yeah, who has eight million followers. Yeah, he's, he's like so a king of YouTube. Wow, following. My father-in-law, who's like sixty-five retired, because he's like, "Oh, I know Casey." Yeah. Like what the everybody fuck? knows. What the fuck are you talking? No, 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 knows him. <laughs> like. Oh, like, knows, totally him. knows him I'm like what the fuck Like I stopped And I said it I think verbatim To my father-in-law What the fuck Are you talking about And my, my wife's mom Comes out too She's like Casey He's so nice I'm like <laughs> What are you talking about So apparently Casey I'm gonna lead up To the random story Casey Who 8 million subs On YouTube uh, He He is from The New London area And my wife's family's from like Westerly Ashway Southern Rhode Island Connecticut didn't finish high school, which is something he always regretted, and then his son, who's now in college, or graduated college, he had a kid when he was young, uh-huh. um, his son graduating high school was like this amazing thing for him, which makes sense, so they held a party in New London, my wife's mom has a side business where she plans parties, they planned this party, and it started raining, and so they had to rush a tent down, and my father-in-law helped Casey and his friends, like, get the tents to the place, yeah. so they know... Casey Neistat. They know oh, one God. of the biggest YouTubers, and I'm sitting there like dumbfounded of how small, small world it is, yeah. but also like, like, do you think you could get him to do something for my channel? Because <laughs> that would be huge. Um, just mention it yeah, for half half a second. second. So now I watch some of these guy's videos now, because he did some inspirational holiday video, which was actually really good.
1: Yeah, I think he got, like, one of the things, I don't actually know the history of it, but one of the things that, like, went super viral on his channel was, like, he did a thing with Nike. Nike's like, hey, we're going to give you a bunch of money. I think it was Nike. We're going to give you a bunch of money. And he's like, okay, like I'm literally going to spend all of it on the video. Yeah.
0: Up. it blew his channel up even far, even more, um, and he's also, yeah, he's super burnt out, so he's he's really glad. He is so pumped to be doing watches, Yeah. and his garage is almost <laughs> finished, and then when he got to do the boats, I yeah. even told him my favorite one take he ever did was the first boat one, yeah. you all on vacation, um, yeah. and then boat people started reaching out, do you want to come drive by 60 <laughs> foot? That was, I mean, that was amazing. Uh, so let's talk about what's in your garage. Because you have have a a good enthusiast garage, I think. Uh, It's decent.
1: The colors are bright. So I have a Hyper Blue 2016 Subaru Crosstrek. And then I have a Spa Yellow 2002, or maybe it was called Indie Yellow. I forget which. I'm sure people get mad at me for not knowing. Uh, Honda S2000, 2002, so the AP1, 9,000 RPM. Checks to my video today was just about how do engines hit 9,000 RPM,
0: Smash that like button, subscribe <laughs> You're gonna be <laughs> I watch you know, the show, I'm like, see, I'm 37, I the, can't like, do this The awkward Colbert exits were
1: Wow, what a cliffhanger yeah. I watch a lot of, like, Colbert clips online and on, but, Wow,
0: what a cliffhanger oh, Perfect, yeah Press subscribe to get the next Smash video Smash that like button yeah. um, So that you've been, you've been Showing some good Projects on the line some, uh, oh, Especially, nice. like, with the decibel meter And then they, those crazy people let you borrow what was it a $50,000 yeah fear, fear
1: uh, they were super kind to me and they let me borrow this $50,000 police reported actually got it from Adam Savage was using it the dude from Mythbusters and then they're like yeah Adam Savage is using it right now but we'll get it to you afterwards he was like oh, you're like oh. can he
0: sign it <laughs>
1: yeah exactly uh, can he send me something <laughs> um, and so then I got that in and I did a ton of videos with it and unfortunately like I think was all lost based on the one video that I
0: The 60 the XC9. It is true. Yeah, like, supercars seem like the thing that would sell views, but
1: they really don't. Right. It's really, like, what are consumers want if you're in that, like, review space? Other thing that's interesting, like, when you talk about, like, not predicting what's going to happen, and I've had cases where it's like, yeah, I, I spend a ton of effort, I put it out, I think it's a
0: Police report it ahead.
1: For my standards, like, normal production quality, and then, like, the next one is, like, me in front of a whiteboard and I do a little bit of math man and it's like yes like we love that whiteboard math video and it's like that's great like it's super cool but it's like the amount of effort like that video was thought of uh like researched filmed edited and uploaded all within 24 hours this is
0: a better exit sorry that's good hopefully i don't think you guys have enough angle to see that (laughs) i just cut across across four lanes of traffic in 90. Pause my train of thought because I was about to betray me. This is a great Continue road, by the way.
1: Straight, great minutes if to West and Club Road.
0: That no cops are going to be on it. Uh, if any of you have ever driven into Palm Springs, I just took the 111 off the 10, and it kind of does a little bit of a wind, and then it is straight. And it's in, for California, decent shape because it's the high desert. Um, if you have a fast vehicle, you can do fun things out here, which we don't condone. Wink. Um, going fast is dangerous. Yeah. To, like we don't do disclaimers, everybody knows I do dumb shit in cars, but like like you pick and choose your spaces, I think is kind of more important. Like, I don't I think street street racing is dumb. Yeah, I'm with you there. But just like if if I know I'm in an empty business yeah. cul-de-sac, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy some tires. Yes. Um so where do you see well, not even that. Like, where do you see your channel growing? Or are you just happy with its current growth? Uh, I see all kind of fizzling <laughs> out and dying <laughs> in the near future. Like, oh, should i got to be an engineer, engineer again. again. i got well, to explain to engineers I, what a YouTuber uh, is. I think I don't. I could not be an engineer again. Like, what I do now
1: is stressful, but compared to engineering, it is like uh, an anti-stress remedy. Like, yes. it, is, it is soaking in the sun at a beach every day compared to... Uh, and I respect the hell out of like the actual engineers out there who design these cars and then like I just sit in it and talk about what I like and don't like and sometimes I do feel bad like saying I don't like something when it's like I couldn't have done better sure. so like who am I to say but someone else out there can do be better so that's my job to say well it's, um, it's funny
0: because the guy who co universe with me is his day job is an engineer okay. he's a biomedical engineer Yeah. and he actually um, his job's I mean that's so he's the smart one and I, I'm the one who does
1: Yeah. and when I have to adapt I have to adapt sure that makes I mean, that's, a, that's a
0: that's a doesn't feel like a boastful answer at all that's perfectly fine it's kind of um, yeah I would I would I would say I'm in a similar boat smaller boat uh, but yeah I, I'm working on things to help figure out the direction yeah. for where this this silly ride goes and and like you said it's like sitting on a beach but at the same time it is it is a thousand percent work
1: yeah, no, it is a ton of work. I work an extraordinary amount. Like I, it's not a forty-hour-a-week
0: job. Right. Um, and we're not asking for people to be like, oh, woe is me. Like, no, 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 that's no, that's not the case. Yeah, we exactly. know you trade positions, but yeah. it's still a shitload of work. Yeah, no, it is. And video editing is
1: extraordinarily boring, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I sometimes consider ending up.
0: But I, I'm not going. That's to actually one of my favorite. Yards. It's yeah. oddly one of my favorite parts. Oh yeah, um, I enjoy that. I really. The hardest part for me is because when I'm doing one of the ones where it's a bit more production value. Um, The hardest part for me is picking my music. That Uh takes the longest at the beginning. And then once I have that, it sets a tone. And then I just start rolling from there. And then occasionally I'm like, fuck, all right, I'm done. I need need to step away, because you get into the monotony of lining up audio and all that stuff. But once I'm finally sitting, clicking in the B-roll, and and, and I've gotten into color grading a little bit, which is fun, so it's cool I, and I think I think like the reason why Watch I don't out. It stopped is shoulder because ahead. I am not an
1: artistic person in any sense like to me the objective is always logical and it's like must teach how this works yeah uh, and so it, it ends at that and then it's like well why would I like make it fancy and beautiful like that doesn't go to my brain in and two I miles Other turn left do on West because, right, like in my room. style if my style of shooting was normal like internet videos would
0: be awful yeah Yeah. well no, no, no so there's something to be said for it so I've scaled way back I don't bring the gear I've sold some of my my bigger heavier duty gear Um, I'm shooting a lot more just on GoPros because the GoPros have gotten so much better like they're actually usable now Um, so I've scaled my my effort back because the return isn't there for me but I get excited if I got like a year ago or was it a year or two ago I think it was last year Uh, Optima approached me thanks to Matt Farah couldn't do it so he told them to go call out to me, which was very nice of them, and they had the budget an actual budget for what video should cost. Yeah, so I was super excited. I gave them two videos, like pre production, it uh, hired another shooter to do B cam, and like so that was like super super awesome. But on my own videos, it's just like, nah, we're gonna we need to put in as little effort as possible to yeah. still deliver a decent product. So if like Matt
1: Farrow's channel proved
0: that, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely, the production quality is not returned. Yes, yes. And, and a million other vloggers written, can return that. Though, yeah. though I've been following this this relatively new YouTuber uh, because he gets a lot into the production side. He's a photographer, videographer named Peter McKinnon. Okay. And uh, it just, he was a, like a photographer, a wedding photographer, a big time photographer. And the, the stuff he does in, in the video side of it. Even teaches you occasional tricks he knows in Premiere that have just helped my workflow. Yeah. Um, So that side of it has been been impressive. I've employed some of his tricks. And uh, within a year, he was at 1.2, 1.4, 1.5. Yeah. So he's like romance now with Casey Neistat, actually. They do videos together. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know
1: the channel uh, Bleepin' Jeep?
0: No. Okay.
1: It's a dude named Matt. He likes Jeeps. He's got a bunch of Jeeps. He does, like, turn left on West Racket uh, Club he was Road. a wedding photographer prior to, like, that was his job. And then he was like, I guess I'll uh, do, like, a Jeep channel. and Really? Turn successful.
0: That's awesome. So he builds Jeeps and does off-roading stuff, but all from a wedding photography background. So it's probably, if he wants it to get pretty and artsy, he can.
1: Continue straight for 10 minutes to East Palm Canyon Drive. That's
0: nice. Um... So, what do you got? Anything interesting coming in the pipe that you can talk about video-wise? Uh, would you not like to reveal
1: what's coming up? I don't mind. <laughs> uh, I, I'm always behind. So, like, yesterday, I was finishing my video edit for this morning and then hoping that the hotel's upload speed oh was going to be fast enough to upload it. The montage, thankfully, had actually pretty solid upload speeds. So, my one gig file only took, like, 30 minutes. Damn. Um, so, that was good. Uh in the pipeline. Optima, you just mentioned. I'm doing a video with Optima on on batteries, so like explaining the three different types of lead-acid batteries. Okay. Um, So there's uh, there's like the traditional like box-flooded lead-acid, then there's like the spiral cell, uh, and then there's the absorbed glass mat like box style. So I'm going to do a video on that. Super nerdy.
0: Um, people, People probably really dig the nerdier side of it because you do a good job of explaining it
1: yeah that's the goal at least the goal at least is to make it approachable and like i i think like education is pretty much like the most important thing ever like if everyone in society was educated we would have far fewer problems um so if you can help educate masses in whatever subject whatever people are passionate about i think it's worth doing so i try to make it so that it's not just like a you have to be an ultimate nut to get it to understand what Battery one honestly is gonna be a little over the top for an average viewer just because it's a, it has it's a bit to be. technical, yeah. i um, probably want it
0: that way too. Well, what? I
1: like I like how it came out, it's gonna be cool. Um, also gonna do one on Infinity VC Turbo engine, which is gonna be cool. Gonna do one on Mazda's SBCCI engine, which would be super cool. they they gave us so much information, so oh, like, I'm sure. I just need to figure out how to boil it down into a That must have been one of the ones where the the press conference is like, wow, we're still sitting here. Yeah. Well, and it was like, it was too, it was like, it was like, okay, Jason has another question. (laughs) (laughs)
0: question. No, that's when they go, okay, uh, all our engineers will be at lunch. Jason. (laughs) Yeah. You can ask them then. That's exactly what happened. They're like, they'll be around later tonight. It's like, okay. I usually ask no questions because I like, I wait because I want to see. Anybody's gonna ask good questions, which is fine, or like sometimes there are some terrible questions. It'll be like a non-sporty vehicle. I think I was at a central launch. Someone's like, Well, you're making a version called the sport, why aren't you offering that with a manual gearbox? They're like, It's really just a design a trim, man. Come like give us a fucking break here. I was that one, and I kind of enjoyed the question because it was honest. But
1: they were just like, Why is your fuel economy terrible? Because it was a vehicle that was, like, not supposed to have terrible fuel economy, and it did. And they, their question was just straight up, why is your fuel economy horrible? And they just, like, awkwardly gave a really awkward PR response.
0: That's awesome. I was like, yeah, that actually to cool. I see. We're in Palm Springs, so we're going to see some good cars. There's just a good convertible back there. This is a good town for surviving vehicles. Actually, I, I was going to take the 74 Mercedes out here, but it is in the shop, um, so, because we're recording this a day after the last one went on, and so whatever, this probably has better interior audio quality than yours. I don't know, because if the door seal and the window run channel are going to be fixed, then who knows? It's that, those good. Mercedes are tanks. Okay. Um, I can't wait to see what that's going to be like without that fix. Oh yeah, it would be. It'd be this has terribly. 300 more horsepower. This has a bit more horse. Well, that's assuming mine still makes what it yeah. made from the factory, which it definitely does not so 460 more horsepower yeah it's 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 pretty good you haven't driven this one yet i have not no it's um it's really really good like uh i hate saying good things about the camaro because i just don't care for it <laughs> uh but the camaro the new camaro is so good oh it's wonderful that i have to say good things about it yeah it um, is. it's wonderful that alpha platform is brilliant it, it makes it so good and it's and at every level of Mustang there's a faster Camaro. Yeah, <laughs> so there's nothing so if you buy the Mustang, you're compromising the fact that you're going to lose out to a Camaro, which in the grand scheme doesn't matter. You're not racing your car. But you can actually see out the front like yeah, pretty it's decent. And I think the Mustang is better looking, but that's um, subjective. Yeah, subjective. And and the the new the 6th gen Camaro does look
1: good. Also, the screen is tilted down in the Camaro, which irritates me. I, people say they
0: get used to it, but uh. this is this is a better ergonomic car. Yes. Um, you the exhaust note—that's again subjective. This car sounds great.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like like a simple like in my head. Like version of which to choose is if you're just going on a track, like you're gonna have more fun in the Camaro.
0: But if you're living with it, like the Mustang is, is a better car. Yeah, and, and the real wild card, even though they don't even really compete anymore, is I'd get the Challenger. <laughs> even though it is the worst car of the three, if you could but like as a general Boulevard cruiser, I'll take the UConnect system, I'll take the 485 horsepower uh shaker or scat pack yeah, one. The shaker is pretty cool yeah. actually. I actually would probably get a charger, so it'd be easier for a kiddo. The car seat isn't in here anymore, but uh, Sloan was enjoying this car. Um, and, uh, yeah, she had be like, I'm seeing a ton of 18s on the road already, though, but those are probably all rental cars. Yeah. Are the California convertible rental version. The Palm Springs rental experience. see. Elevation does like just transform any yeah, ice track, so that's fun. Uh, Right now, by the way, the exhaust is in quiet mode because we wanted to try to help the audio on the GoPro. But I'm gonna just for the last little bit here um, switch the it one into minute. track. Um, no, no, sport plus. There's track because to get the warning, that's only. <laughs> so that's. I don't know if that's coming through on the GoPro and everybody in Palm Springs. What is he doing over there? Um, but whatever they can deal with it. So we just wanted to do a quick podcast on the road. Thirty minutes is a good hey, time for a quickie. Hey, I appreciate you having me and picking me up and delivering me to Subaru. <laughs> yes, uh, no problem at all. Um, it, it was on the way, and Subaru are good people, so I would, told them I would help them out. And if it was, if there are only a handful of journalists, I would do that with. If it was like one of the like the old dinosaurs, I'd probably be like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find a way to get him out there. Um, but yeah. yeah, so thanks for. Um, saying words to camera um, for making you work yeah it's such hard yeah, work to trying do. to relax in palm springs here you got this tough job that stresses me yeah. out and the hotel we're going to the parker palm springs is filled with it's usually filled with um basically people who think coachella never ends like it's, it's <laughs> the, that hippie dippy style girl who just is always dressed and ready it's for coachella older hipsters do people be- It's some. some, No, they come out here, they stay at the Parker for girls' weekends, and then they go back to Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, and uh, Hollywood, and all that stuff. So that's the hotel we're staying at. Um, Cool. All right. Thanks, Jason. See you guys later. Bye.